everybody. Welcome back to Wings with Friends. I'm your host, Mary Upchurch, and I am here at Wingstab yes. in downtown Phoenix with my very good friend, fellow comedian, Bubba McComb. Tis I. Thank you so much for having me, Mary. I've been legitimately looking forward to this for quite some time. I know. Yeah. I've kind of I've kind of delayed you a long time, haven't I? But you know what? It's okay because now that we're doing it, we have, I mean, it is. it couldn't have come at a better time. Me and you both are a part of something beautiful. We can both talk about it. We can both promote it. It's not just, uh, let's see if Bubba's funny. We were both of the a part of the Bird City Comedy Festival coming up. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it, the time couldn't have been better. Yeah, you know? you're right. Yeah. You're right. Yes. I've been busy. I've been busy, Bubba. I've got a bunch of episodes uh, I need to upload. And I see you killing it still, dude. You're, you're so just, nice. You're just doing it proper. Thank you're, you so you much. You have a podcast. As a, it's a great uh, format. Um, it involves chicken wings. So, dude, I mean, who, who's not happy about some chicken wings? Um, you're Vegetarians. You less, well, you're right. You're right. <laughs> honestly. But have you ever been a vegan or vegetarian before? No. It's pretty cool, honestly. It makes you feel pretty good. But um, I just can't believe how much of a addiction I have to good food that's yeah. not vegan. Exactly. So, Bubba, you're oh a comedian. God. You have yes. a podcast also. Tell us yes. a little bit about who you are okay. and what you do. Okay. So, I'm Bubba McComb. I'm 28 years old. Uh, hi, Bubba. I'm just kidding. No, I, uh, I have a podcast called The Hella Tired Podcast. Um, I love it very much. You've been a guest on that podcast. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. We got a lot of good banter in. Um, I do a couple of live episodes here and there, and I do believe we're, I'm doing a live uh, version of the podcast at Bird City Comedy Fest. The Thursday, uh, the twenty second, I believe. So it's the, the late show on Thursday. So cool. um, it'll be a nice little uh, kickoff to the thing uh, and the night on Thursday proper. Um, been doing comedy for a little over a year and a half. I've loved it so much since uh, the first laugh I got on stage. It was like an absolute addiction. Um, and I kind of talked about this, uh, uh, not in confidence, but off a podcast like last night. It's just, um, it's just weird taking the things that have traditionally bothered you in life and that have like kind of put a blanket on your ability to be happy talk about them on stage feel good about it and have other people laugh with you it's so cliche when you like laugh at my pain you know and then it like kind of let it go yeah mm. i feel like i felt i feel so light yeah. right now in life you know i'm the most unhealthy cool. i've ever been but like i like my soul feels light I, I talk about whatever i want to talk about i'm finally figuring out that being myself in totality is what's going to help me you know, like no yeah. one wants someone who's fake or who is sure. trying to conform to some kind of agenda. I um, would say you are you're very yeah. authentic. You're your authentic self. Well, thank um, you. I, I, I imagine or at least my impression of you mm -hmm. since I've met you. And I think you're really a nice, sweet person. So well, I appreciate that's it. really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so do you like wings? I mean, do you eat oh wings God, in your real man. life? Dude, I'm not going to lie to you. Please don't lie. I love wings so much that today. My buddy got boneless, buff, uh, boneless uh, barbecue wings. Mm -hmm. I'm not really a fan of barbecue sure. wings. It's just a little boring to me. Yeah. But I love the fried chicken with sauce on it so much. I had a couple. <laughs> I, and, and this is. But they were boneless, so they weren't. They, they were like count. chicken nuggets. They didn't count, no. honestly. They were a little bit uh, disappointing. But just the fact that it's fried sauce chicken. Yeah. I was like, fried well, I have to chicken. have a couple. Yeah. And um, you know that made me more excited to come here because of how disappointing <laughs> that experience was. I'm like, fucking boneless, boneless barbecue. Sure. So we you struggled know? a little bit because um, Mary couldn't get her act together. But it was between Wingstop, Long Longs, and ATL mm -hmm. Wings. Very ATL good. ATL Wings was closed. Yeah. It's Sunday. 
It's okay. And it's a holiday weekend. So then it was like long longs or wing stop. Mm -hmm. And like, why did you choose wing stop? So for one, I have never had long longs, okay? Now, I'm okay with uh, new experiences, but there is a little bit riding on this, you know? Yeah, what, like, what, what's riding on this? Because we're doing a podcast. Sure. I want to keep the vibe alive. Uh. If I get some mediocre wings, oh, I I, see. It, you'll see it on me. Long wings are actually like voted best wings all the time. Then, you know, so we'll have to go there on another we episode. We'll go there, and I'm totally okay with it, okay. but I didn't want to risk going to long wings and me being disappointed in the wings I get sure. in lieu of this amazing podcast. You're so sweet. Seriously. Okay, so we're at Wings Stuff. Yes. Okay. Shout to Rick Ross, by the way. Why? Uh, because he owns like a shit ton of wing stops. He does. Do you? This? He's the only reason lemon pepper got added to this. Are you serious? Yeah. Lemon pepper is a very popular flavor. It's the best wing stop flavor, uh, oh. arguably. And then, you know what? Yeah. I forgot a trick that I have been taught on this podcast uh -huh. is you need to order the wings like a little extra, extra fried. Extra saucy. No, oh, extra, extra fried. fried <laughs> like fried hard. Ooh. And I forget. I get Ooh. all the wing tips and I didn't okay. do it. Okay. Um. Part of me is like, should I run over there? But it'll be great. It'll be great. It'll be great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that'd be um, great. Yeah. I didn't know Rick Ross owned a bunch of wing sets. Yeah, Rick Ross uh, invested in a bunch of these um, stores, and I don't know if this one's owned by him yeah. particularly, but they're a... Uh I can't. I don't know what the proper terminology is. Is it individual franchise stores um, or franchise owned? Yeah, or like a fr franchisee or franchise right, owner. Right, like one person can buy one if they have enough money, right? Yeah, but the, you make money when you own multiple. Correct. Yeah, yeah but so, it's not. Yeah. Yeah, Rick Ross just bought a shit ton. Good. And he's like, well, I know Wingstop is fire. You know what they? They. This is why I love Wingstop too. Completely unrelated to the wings, but you know what they season their fries here what? with? Salt and pepper, sugar. Ooh. Can you taste it? Yeah. Their so fries here are A1, dude. Why don't we order fries? Because fries are a trick. You just, you just like, told me how great fries they are. Fries are a trick. If you can't afford a full meal, get the fries here. <laughs> but if you're ordering wings and you want to enjoy the wings for what they are, I say keep fries out of the equation. Okay. It's a filler. So it's I ordered, filler. we got a, a meal for two. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's a Valentine's special. 15. Well, <laughs> uh, happy belated Valentine's. Thank yeah, you. I went to bed early on Valentine's Day. <laughs> I yeah. did a show, but. Oh, um, awesome. I yeah. was, oh, man, I wanted to do one so bad. But um, I did the veggies because. Two weeks ago, I was in Burbank, and yeah. I did a couple episodes, and we got Wingstop Wings, and their veggies were really good. Mm. They felt like they were freshly cut. Yeah. So it was like a chunky carrot, but it was like somebody had cut it. It wasn't like a processed it's cut. It's really cold. Yes. Yeah, it's very so refreshing. So I'm hoping, and their ranch is really good, mm -hmm. so I'm hoping the veggies are good, and then I, I might eat those with the yeah, ranch. So I just noticed that you ordered blue cheese. So I is did. that kind of elitist move? What I mean, There's, do um, you have it's a, a classic. Stance? Okay, I... I'll ask the wing questions here, Bubba, first of all. No. Yeah, I do like I do like blue cheese, okay. but I do like ranch, too, and I can't decide. Yeah, they're you, You're a ranch guy. I mean, if I had to choose, yes, but Are now, you dipping your wings in the ranch? Yes. All of your wings? What do you mean? So we got two different flavors. Yeah, we got yeah. buffalo hot and we got lemon pepper. Mm -hmm. Would you dip both of those in ranch? Well, it's the amount of ranch that goes on it. It changes. So the buffalo uh, hot or the hot, it, that's got to get like, at least half of it goes in. Yeah, yeah. It's got a good amount, you yeah. know. But like lemon pepper doesn't need a whole lot of help. So I like dip a tiny bit okay, in the non-spicy wings. Okay. I mean, I feel like the spicier you get. Honestly, I feel like you lose a little flavor the more spicy you get because it becomes so singular. But like lemon pepper, yeah, it doesn't really need a whole lot yeah. of help for it mm -hmm. to taste amazing. But um, back to the question with ranch and blue cheese, though. Now, blue cheese, my in my personal experience, that is the most inconsistent 
dipping sauce across the board. Like it amongst tastes, different restaurants? Yes. It Tell me more. It so different from each other. Every fucking place I go, where ranch, you can recognize the base flavor of ranch. You can appreciate it. It feels like childhood, whatever. But like... Blue cheese, like, if, if you get a really good blue cheese, then it's almost nasty. Like a top-of-the-line $12 bottle of some, like, it comes in a glass bottle yeah. and shit. Don't, you don't dip your wings in that. Okay, wait a second. Hold on here. Bubba, that has probably been one of the most astute observations I've ever heard, right? Like, okay. there's a lot of differences between blue cheese. Yeah. Um, and there is. Yeah. If you go to, like, a nice restaurant and you get, like, one of those wedge salads, uh-huh. sometimes that blue cheese is, like, spicy. It's, co- yeah, it's weird. It's aged too long or something. Something. It's too good But or the whatever. Bob's Big Boy, I will say, is my favorite blue cheese. It's in the glass bottle. Okay. It's not 12, but it's a little more expensive. Okay, okay. It's thick. It's creamy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's got the right amount of the blue cheese. Okay. And that's my favorite if I'm making wings at home. Okay. Or it's good. See, and that's all I needed. I needed just a, someone to tell me, hey, this is, this is the one. But I think you need... A restaurant style or a you need a restaurant style you can't buy blue cheese in the craft non-refrigerated no, session no, no, like no, no, that's no. not good no no so now i haven't tried the blue cheese here but it, again because i want a guaranteed enjoyable experience yeah okay that's i can why appreciate we that. didn't go to long wongs i can I, appreciate I know these oh hold snack. on they're calling me oh, okay okay actually this is a good yeah. place to pause so we're gonna eat our wings yes and then we're gonna come back and talk about them right. um so just hang Ready, on break all right, so, Baba, you are yes. passionate about your food. I'm very passionate, you yes. Are. That is very, very much true. Okay, so in the little break that you guys didn't feel at all, we got our food delivered. And the first yes. thing I wanted to ask you was, um, was, do you think this episode should be lemon pepper or should it be uh, buffalo hot? I think I think if we're going to – the the wing choice, the flavor choice represents – the guests somewhat, right? Sure. So I think I'd probably be lemon pepper. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, you're lemon pepper yeah, for I sure. Yeah, I think I'd be lemon pepper. And if you want to go a little deep into it, personally, I think maybe because uh, to a, to a, a, the naked eye, not much. You know, it looks like it's got some dry rub on it. Who knows? Could be good, couldn't. It could be not. Sure. But when you bite into it, you get to know it a little bit. There's a little zing. And you're yeah. like, oh, shit. There's the lemon. I, I didn't really think it was going to be there. Yeah. And then you keep eating it, and there's just the, the, the white meat, the juice from the white meat, dude. It's just coming. And you're, you're having a really good time with this lemon pepper wing. Just and like I think, And I think I, that my, um, I, I have potential to give that experience to somebody, you know? Nice. So. Um, one thing I really loved about this wing, though, it was really nice and crispy on the mm-hmm. outside. And it was, like, juicy and a little greasy yes, the right way. Yes, um, The butter. The it, was butter it a sauce? butter? It's Ooh. like, yeah. So kudos to this lemon yeah. pepper. Yeah. Um, I should have a rating system, and I don't on this podcast. But uh, Okay. Um, I was like, how many? Never s- too late to start. I know. What would be the rating system? Like drummies? Like on a, on a scale Ooh, of one to five drummies, how many does drummies, it get? Drummies. Well, you don't want to, you know, exclude the wings, though. I know, right? How what many about wings? yums? How many yums? We'll have to work on this one. Okay. All right. We'll do a brainstorming session afterward. But yeah, no. Um, I thought it was really good. So how do you feel? Yeah, out of the lemon pepper wings you've had in life, where does this rank? These are up there pretty high. Okay. Um, yes. I like ATL wings, lemon pepper also. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think as long as the wing is good. But you, like we said, like mm. you can ruin a lemon pepper wing you with too really, much lemon pepper. It is so easy. You either get... Uh, lemon pepper wings should never be soggy because there's no sauce to... Like, make it soggy. So if it's a soggy wing and too much lemon pepper, I'll sue somebody. Yeah. <laughs> I'll call someone's manager CEO. I want to talk to Rick Ross. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, okay. 
do you prefer the wing or the drummy? Because I noticed something, but yeah. I, you said you, you kind of have some strong feelings about it or yeah, the process. Yeah, I mean, again, it's just my own strong feelings. Like, anyone can take advice in any format they'd like. Uh, but when the wings come out, the drums are always first to cool down. The drums don't trick you like the wings do. You bite into a wing, and the center of that bitch is so hot, and it releases too much heat. Dude. And that's what happened to me. I know, and you were. You a saw to it. it. I was. I know, you look I know. stupid. No. You got meat hanging from you. <laughs> no, 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 you get no. stuff on your shirt. <laughs> no. And that's what happened to me. I was I a know, victim of I the wing. And I'm not here to preach. I'm not here to, you know, um, tell people how to live their life. I'm just saying. No, you're giving out some good the, wing advice. The drums cool off first. All right, so you eat the drums, and by the time you're done with the drums, I, I do the little trick. I put the wing in the mouth, and I pull it out almost completely. He did. He did a full-on wing pull. Yeah. Clean that wing, but yeah. where'd you learn to do that? Uh, my buddy um, Drake's dad, Dorian Jackson, taught me how to do that. He is a, he's a Phoenix fireman, and uh, we used to eat wings after football practice all the time, and I, I used to see him do it, and I was like, dude, you need to teach me, please. And uh, he taught me. He taught me the ways, and now I... Uh, just suck the skin straight off the wings, dude. That's really good. I was going to yeah. say, do you clean your wings? And it looks like you do a pretty good job. Yeah. Don't look at mine. I didn't do a great no, but job. here's the thing, though. Again, you know, we go back to, like, okay, if we're going to have, if we're going to eat something, I want it to be the most enjoyable for this mm -hmm. that the situation can possibly yield, okay? Yeah. Am I here to eat white meat in the center of a chicken wing? No, I'm not. I'm here to eat the skin the seasoning, dipped in a little bit of ranch, and it's all gonna be coming together for a very, very nice experience. <laughs> when you get to a center of the wing after all the skin's gone, I don't want that shit now. Oh. It's not a sustenance thing. I'm not trying to eat to, I don't know when the next time I'm gonna eat is. Yeah. Why the hell would you spend time eating the unflavored inside of the chicken wing if you don't absolutely love chicken? I'm here for the fucking wing experience. Dang, Bubba. You know? I don't think anybody's ever really deconstructed this as much as you have. Well, I think I think about food a lot, honestly. <laughs> and I have preferences for a reason. Um, you know? So yeah. You eat both. You just eat the drummy first, and yes. then you go. Now, to your apparel, you look down, and all the wings were gone of the lemon pepper. <sighs> so I took that bullet. <laughs> it's okay. Now, I'm a man of honesty. <laughs> I will say I was slightly disappointed. I couldn't wait. Oh, no. I'm just kidding. I'm just making you feel bad. No, I, yeah, I, that I really don't bad. care. That's I why really sometimes care. I order, like, too many wings, and you're like, don't order too many. I'm not going to eat too many. But I always order, like, way too much food because I don't want anybody to be like, I didn't get what I wanted. That's exactly. And even if that person's you. Like, right. Uh, you've ordered. Uh, you know, I went into a place before, and I, like, I was like, a six wing with a drink will be fine for me. I don't need no fries. I don't need nothing. And you eat the six wings almost in a blind like a blackout like you're yeah. just so happy to be there you can't you know the, the food is just going in you don't even know what's happening and by the time your fifth wings come around you're like i could for sure eat six more and i would probably enjoy that so it's always good to overshoot you know what i mean that's what i think overshoot. but we did okay i think you could probably still eat more i'm gonna eat a couple more after we're done 100 percent yeah these lemon pepper there i know you like them to get them when you're when they're fresh off the oven these they're done now yeah, because they're a little soggy. They're the buffalo hot. You These know, will be good in 20 minutes, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. will get that experience, so I am jealous They'll still of that. be crunchy. Yeah. They'll still be uh, ready to go, so don't fear not. Fear not. Oh, my calm nose is wings. And these, these, these veggies, I was right. The veggies were really good. 
I gotta give it to Wings Up. Their ranch is really tasty. Fire, huh? Yeah. And I did try the blue cheese too while we were gone. Um, that is a very, very, very good blue cheese. It is. It's just that I didn't eat a lot of the hot, so I didn't need yeah, the blue cheese. It's so. all good. No, no, yeah. it's, it's fantastic though. All right. Um, shout so, out to Wingstop. God damn. Yeah, good choice. Coming in clutch, this has been huh? Nice. Yeah. Okay. So, Bubba, okay, we're both gonna be in the Bird City Comedy Festival. Yeah, congrats, it's coming Mary. up. Congrats to high five. you. We, we just high five so everybody. Have you gotten your schedule yet? No, have you? No, but I hear okay. they're coming soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm excited because the headliners look like they're oh, amazing. Yeah, Eddie Pepitone. Yeah. yeah I, I grew like you know like I grew up watching that guy. Like, he's I literally did. He's yeah. been doing comedy forever, and it's yeah. just like oh, we're, it's just so cool. Mm -hmm. I'm just so ex genuinely excited. What I love yeah. too is it's um I was I was um accepted to a festival happening kind of on the East Coast. Okay. The same weekend, and I decided to choose Bird City because. Um, well, because it was in my backyard, yeah. you know, and I thought that'd be a good way to, um, to be a part of that, and it'd be a little easier, you know, I can save some of my travel 100%. budget. Um, but I did really like the um, the opportunities um, that, that come with this festival. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're having some really good podcasts. So excited. Uh, my friends at Spec Script. Spec Script? Yeah, okay. they're doing, I did it at Big Pine, and they asked me to do it at this one. Ooh. You, somebody writes a script okay. for a show that they've never seen. And the live podcast is a bunch of comics or actors yeah. doing a table read of that script. Oh, shit. Yeah, that so we sounds did, really fun. It is fun. I, huh. I, I, was, I was pleasantly surprised, and so they asked me to do it. Um, so I'm waiting to figure out what... Um, what yeah. show we're going to do. Yeah, I can't wait to see the schedule, honestly. Uh, and I'm just, you know, I don't have a 9 to 5 or anything. So, like, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, like, I'm like, I'm trying to get on everything I can. Oh, man, I got to work Thursday All and Friday. Day. So I'll be, like, coming home. It's okay. And being like, I got to get to my show. Yep, yep. It'll be fun, though, no matter what. And we're doing it at the Unexpected Gallery, which is a beautiful space. I've never been there. So I've been there just for, like, an art walk through, yeah. you know? Like, they do a whole bunch of, you know, little events there and stuff. But... I'm I'm wondering what it's gonna look like for a comedy festival. I'm yeah. so curious. Well, I was thinking about that yeah. too. Um, you know, last time I was in Bird City, it was at the Foundry Hotel and okay. in various venues yeah. around downtown Phoenix, which was great. But I love this idea of having kind of it uh, like centered and home based around the Curious Gallery. We'll find out. Uh, yeah, no, it's because uh, usually it goes like that. So you'll have one major place where the big shows happen, and then the bars or those smaller venues around it will do. But I think all the shows are happening at the Unexpected Gallery. Yeah. So, you know, it's cool, which is too. really like, convenient. Since we know downtown Phoenix, we'll mm -hmm. be able to tell our out-of-town friends, like, hey, you guys, this is where you need to go. Yes. Hey, let's go to Joba. Hey, let's go to Wilderness. Hey, let's, let's go. go get mushrooms. Um, <laughs> whatever you want. You yeah. know, so, no, 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 but shout out to to Southwest Mushrooms, though. Uh, oh, yeah, you're yeah. a mushroom farmer. Yeah, I am. Isn't that funny? I'm I thought Bubba, it was a drug I'm, joke. I'm Bubba the Mushroom Farmer. That is funny. That's just what I've become in my life. How'd you get into that? So my buddy uh, Mike Crow, who is the owner of uh, Southwest Mushrooms, he started growing, like, shiitake mushrooms in his backyard off of, like, straw, and just he was, like, a sterilize the straw and grow it off of just weird shit. And, like, you know, he just always really knew how to grow shiitake, but he was just like, no, nah, it's, it's not a business yet. And uh, there's been, there was a couple of um, restaurants that told Mike that uh, it's some of the best mushrooms I've ever seen before. And he's like, they're like, how did you how did you grow these? And he's like, well, I grow them in my backyard. And they're like, well, you need to 
start doing this for real for real so we can buy some more from you. And so the more he grew, the more restaurants came on board. And then, you know, I've been helping him out for a long time through even when he was at his house. Now we have 3,500 square foot warehouse. Wow. Fucking three grow tents. Uh, we're selling up to like 1,200 pounds of mushrooms oh a week. Oh my gosh. Like it's really, really cool. Um, we've had a lot of really good support. Uh, we work with Shamrock Farms. We work with Peddler and Sons who oh, do all of the donuts. bashes and oh. AJs. Wait. Yeah. Peddler and Sons, I just know from the donuts. Yeah, so they're they're a distribution company. Oh. So the donuts, um, they, you know, deliver or what have you. Yeah. Um, probably from somewhere amazing that's not Peddler's. Oh, I didn't know yeah. this. Or their there distribution. Could be a completely separate Peddler's and Sons somewhere else that does donuts, but I'm uh, pretty sure it's the no, same yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and, that's uh, that's fantastic. It's really cool. I, I have a lot. We have a lot of fun. Uh, me and the, another local comedian, Peter Jordan, who's also on Bird City. Oh, I know Peter. Um, we work together, so I brought him on when we needed help, and now I we met just Peter many years ago um, doing improv classes at Jester's. Cool, cool. Yeah, we did classes for a couple of years I, together. Love Peter He's Jordan. He's a great guy. And I'm telling you right now, uh, you know, I'm not a fucking professor of comedy or anything, but that guy is going to be just fine in comedy. That's a great compliment. He is so fucking funny. And yeah. here's the cool thing about people like Peter is. He's had an extremely traumatic life, okay? Like, we all kind of have, you know, to a certain extent. But, like, he doesn't even understand how much gold he has in his own life. Oh. I'm like, what are you doing trying to write jokes, topical jokes? Like, talk about the time, you know, your dad did X, Y, and Z, and then you, yeah. you know what I mean? And it's just like, oh, no. Once he starts leaning into his life, yeah. it's over, dude. Oh, wow. I can't. It, I want to make a fucking movie based off his life. That's oh how my gosh, I didn't interesting know. it's been. And I'm still learning stuff about him. So. Shout out to Peter Jordan. Yeah, I mean, that was definitely unnecessary to put that much, but I <laughs> respect the <laughs> no, show. No, I can't guy. wait to hang yeah. out with everybody at Bird yeah, City. Yeah, me too. It's going to be so much fun. They have the best. Um, they have really nice, uh, like, their logo and their uh. art. And yes. the branding, I think it's just really beautiful. Very aesthetically pleasing. Yeah, oh, I, you know what? Some people might be like, that doesn't matter, but I think it does. Like, I would wear that shirt again. Yes, it does matter. Yeah. Because you want people to wear your shirts in yeah. other places. And there's festivals I've been a part of, and I see the shirts all mm -hmm. over, and it's like, yeah, because that's a good shirt. Yeah. But if you make a shitty shirt, like, I'm not going to wear it. I won't even make a shirt. I won't even wear the shirt if it's white. Oh, you like a black shirt? Yep, I need it. I need a black yeah. shirt. I won't wear baby blue. I don't want to wear none of that shit. That's when I made a shirt for Phoenix Funny. Yeah. I was like, it's got to be a black shirt because we be. all wear black shirts. Yes. Yeah. yeah that's I, a good best that's, practice. And it's a good like first merch move or like something that's like a staple in your merch yeah. store. It's got to be a neutral a black color shirt. at least. Gray, black. No, fucking, black. You're right. You it's got to be black. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I'm excited either way. Yeah. But the. Uh, I've seen a couple of um, people post in, like, the Comedians page yeah. that this festival in whatever city is doing submission. Then you look at this submissions um, poster, and you're like, I don't even want to be attached to <laughs> something that looks like that. And so it does matter. Oh, my God. Peter Jordan just texted me. Oh, he heard us. Weird. <laughs> so the boy's ears are burning. You guys but, love each other. Uh, you're like I, in I, a big bromance right now. I fucking right love that guy. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, he's relatively new to my life, too. And, yeah. But we spend so much time together through work and open mics and shows yeah. and stuff. That, That's like, so cool. Yeah, that guy. I, I'm really lucky to find like a, a kind of like a comedy partner. No, you, you know, know what? I agree with yeah. that. And I I was just saying that to one of my friends um, 
um, I was just saying that to one of my friends. We were at an open mic at Focal. Yeah. And I was like, that's why I need comedy friends. Yeah. Because, oh, he said, I told him something that happened. Okay, here's what I said. I was like, um, when I used, I used to smoke cigarettes and I quit like mm -hmm. five years ago. Um, my dad used to clean out my Jeep and he'd be like, you know, there's all those ashes in here. Oh, there's cigarette burns. <laughs> I was like, stop me, dad, stop me. <laughs> and like this weekend he cleaned out the Jeep and he yeah. was like, there's French fries everywhere. I was like, what, what, what do you want? So I was like, oh, this is a this is an upgrade, you know, yeah, from yeah. when he's yelling at me about cigarettes. And my friend yeah. was like, did you write that down? And I was like, no, but I guess I will. Maybe That's there's something there. There but is. You, you need somebody to do that for you, yes. you know, like, hey, write that down. Oh, but, that's so funny. But you have to also remember, too, and I literally just, just had this conversation today where, um, and I think you could probably relate, I don't know how often you do it, but now in life, if I ever say something that gets people laughing, if I'm ever just riffing in a group or we're just hanging out with someone, or even if I think of something that makes me laugh, I write it down. Yeah. And it kind of takes away from life a little bit honestly yeah it, but then you're like what if that me. was the joke it, what if that was the joke there exactly. was something i said to myself exactly. and i said oh i'll write it down and then i didn't and i forgot and i'm like what if that was the Could, joke? that could have been the joke to get on you know laugh out loud mm -hmm. comedy channel on facebook mm -hmm. and get you circulated i mean like I, I understand that i absolutely have to but it does kind of bum me out when you know i'm laughing really hard with like my dad or like my sister or like, some good friends and like I have to write down the reason why we're laughing. And I have to take away from the moment a little bit, you yeah, know? Yeah, but think of how many other families will laugh at that. Truth, yep. I'm trying to make it Thank okay. Thank you so much, actually. That was a really, that's a nice perspective. Yeah. Yeah, uh, man, fuck, that Or just was good. remember it. That was just good. remember what it was five no. minutes after, no? You, you can't. <laughs> I can't, no I can't. Can. It goes away. When you're so funny like you and I, you know, we say, <laughs> we say so many funny things that we just like, I don't even remember what I said five minutes ago because I'm already being funny again. So that makes me think <laughs> of like one thing I'm trying to just tell myself to do and I don't know how to do it or I'm struggling with it is I feel like it's, I need to give myself permission to just be myself. And if I think something's funny, go do it on stage. Yes. And do it 110%. Yes. And the right people will laugh. Like, and if they don't, and you gave it a true 100% effort, and it ends up not being funny to the masses, that's not a problem. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, if, but you can make almost anything be funny if your conviction is there. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you could make um, an argument about why this table is better than a metal table. That is not a funny concept at all. Mm -hmm. But, like, if your conviction is funny enough to get people laughing, well, then you've already won. Yeah. You could almost be funny about almost about anything. I can't. You know, I don't have that ability. Well, yeah, I feel like the jokes that get, like, published, mm -hmm. I'll say, you know, I do them or put it, get it in my act, are the ones that I feel like just have a stamp of approval, they're okay, yeah. and it's like, there's jokes that it's like, no, I really like this idea. Mm -hmm. Like, I need to, like, service those ideas more. Okay, I 100% I agree. I'm just saying it out loud because I don't do it and I'm no, mad at I myself. I really 100% agree, and I will gladly, uh, lightly call you out from time to time. Oh, okay. Like, hey, are you keeping up with your shit, dude? Thank are you. Are you doing your jokes you're too afraid to do? Or not even afraid, but hesitant. Or yeah. whatever the Well, feeling. yeah, because, I, yeah. you know, it's like I've got the, the initial jokes that I started with, and then you kind of get tired of them, and mm -hmm. it's like you need to build and you need to grow. Yes. So I'm just trying to kind of evolve. Yeah, and well, when you build your first 10 or 15 minutes that you're proud of, mm -hmm. and then you're like, okay, cool, 15 minutes, I'm going to put it on the back burner, and then you really kind of are starting from ground level again. Yeah. And it's really, I'm learning now, it's really hard to create 
a cohesive, fresh 10 minutes. Mm. Even after you've already created their first 15. Like, it's a, it's a true life challenge that I, I keep getting excited about. I'm yeah. just like, I will have a funny hour at some point in my time in life. Yeah. And uh, whatever, you know, um, flops and bombs I have to endure at open mics until then, I'll do it. I think that's the... Um I think that's what open mics have been really helping me with. I, mm. Like, last year, I really started going to open mics more. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that really helped. But sometimes I'll have this idea. I did an open mic, and now it's in my set. And then I have these three ideas that have just been bouncing around. I can't seem to really get them, Okay. like, in a good place. So I don't know if it's time to, like, do I ditch it or do I keep working? I don't know, you know? Just maybe just, like, put push pause on it for a little while mm -hmm. you know live life a little bit don't think about it and come back to it yeah. you might have a different perspective just off of a couple months of not even thinking about that situation you yeah. never know yeah if that, and that's the cool thing and i think that's what keeps me really uh over the hills like intrigued with comedies because i don't know what's going to be funny to these people sure all i know is what makes me laugh and um hopefully my sense of humor in the most literal sense of the term, my sense of humor mm -hmm. is applicable to enough people to get booked and to get accepted on a comedy festival. And yeah. so when these things are happening for you and for I, um, getting booked, getting on a comedy festival and stuff, just think about the jokes you wrote already that get you there. Where do those jokes come from? Yeah. Right? It comes from a place of you being yourself, purely, right? So, I mean, advice for anybody in any kind of creative avenue, um, not even comedy, but just in anything, just if you just be yourself 100% authentically, the people who don't want to fuck with you aren't important now, and the people who are wanting to support you are the most important people in your life. Absolutely, You're not putting yeah. a face on for no one. You're not fucking putting up a front or kissing ass when you don't have to. People don't respect people like that, you right. know? Yeah. Bubba, what is, uh, do you have any wing stories? Anything interesting ever happened to you over a wing or a wing was present, a wing was in the room, mm -hmm. a wing was on the table? What's uh, the <laughs> most interesting thing that happened when a wing was around? You know, as far as interesting goes, it's a little hard to tell an interesting wing story um, from, from, I'm just like trying to go through the files, but I do have one in particular. So uh, I know we're at Wingstop. I'm not gonna, I don't wanna say this out loud here. I don't wanna get okay. jumped. But I was at Buffalo Wild Wings, right? Yeah. And it was like, uh, I was probably 18, 19 at the time just graduated high school and I was hanging out trying to hang out with all my football friends still you know we're like just trying to stay buddies after high school oh. and so we go to Buffalo Wild Wings to watch like a fucking uh, football game or whatever and my buddy Joel um, he told me that he had tried the blazing challenge and I don't know if you're familiar tell us what it so is so the blazing challenge is you get you get uh, I believe it's three minutes three or five I can't remember three or five minutes to eat uh eight or ten blazing wings and blazing is like the hottest sauce they have it's a challenge you know you, if you do it you get a t-shirt oh and your, nice and your picture goes on like the slideshow on the screen or whatever right yeah and he was telling me that he did it and he failed and then he was telling me how fucking hot they were and of course me in my nature i was calling him a bitch you know talking a lot of shit to him telling him he couldn't handle it and he's like why don't you try it then i was like if you pay for it I'll do it, and if I fail, then I'll pay for them, and if I get it, then you have to pay for this, these wings. And he's like, okay. And like, I had a whole table of people doubting me. I'm like, you guys have no fucking idea who I am <laughs> with these wing shit, you know what I mean? And uh, so they bring them out, they bring out, uh, they come on a plate, and there's like a, uh, an alarm on it, 
Like, nice. you know, like a cop along. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And so they put the wings in front of me, and I could smell them. Like, they're legit hot. I know that, right? It's a challenge, so sure. it's going to be hot. And so I have, like, three minutes to eat eight wings, I think is the challenge. And, dude, I fucking swiped it up. Did dude. you do the technique? Hell yeah, I did. <laughs> you already know me. I was done in like a minute and a half. I had plenty of time to spare. And they I was were super hot. my friends off, everything. Like, it was painful, but I did it. And it's like, hey, fuck, like, fuck everybody. So, What'd you win? A t-shirt. Besides respect. Lots of respect. But, yeah, I won a T-shirt. I got my <laughs> face on this, like, slideshow on this TV they had nice. in there. And then I didn't have to pay for the wings because Joel oh, bet me. Oh, that's so good. Because he bet me I couldn't finish them or I wouldn't do it. Yeah. And I was like, all I need is someone to doubt me. Yeah. And can I say something right now? And yes. I don't know if you can relate, but I feel like some people that are listening can relate to this. When people doubt me, it, like, really, that's where I thrive. So for comedy... Yep, the, I was thinking the same thing. The one thing that has stuck with me, and I think about this tweet every fucking day of my life, and it keeps me motivated. Like, I'm not kidding. My ex-girlfriend tweeted, after we broke up, right, I was already a comedian. I didn't break up with her because of comedy. It just didn't work out. So I was a comedian already, and I had kind of just started maybe four months into it. She tweeted after we broke up, men starting stand-up comedy in 20 uh, in 29 or 2018 is like girls getting bangs and i was like <laughs> oh <laughs> fucking hell no and i think about that every single day of my life and when so i so it was uh, a jab oh it was a hard jab the bangs thing is really funny Dude, though is she was, a comedian no okay she's a christian yeah <laughs> Worse. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no, but seriously, it. Uh, I think about it every single day. And um, now, like, last month, I think, I finally unblocked her from Twitter. I know she's seeing this shit. <laughs> I'm like, look, at, I'm not selling out clubs and shit, but look, at, I'm like, fuck yeah. you, you know? And that yeah, makes and you're me, in a festival. That drives me every day. Good. You know, I was, yeah. so when this came up, I was like, I'm the same way. Yeah. And I said this, um, I was on a podcast recently, and I said the the worst thing is if somebody starts believing in me. So when people doubt me, that's when I'm yes. like, yeah. Please talk that. shit to my face. That's how my Phoenix yeah. Funny joke came about. <laughs> yeah. This girl called me Phoenix Funny, and I was yep. like, I'll show you. I'm going to be L.A. funny. I'm going to be, mm-hmm. like, New York funny. I'll be Cloud this City. funny. Yeah. And right. so oh, you went to you know, the, cloud, the Cloud Top? Cloud. Uh, I was in uh, the Cloud Top Comedy Cloud Festival Top Comedy last year festival. in Santa Fe. Yeah, you said that was great, right? That was a great festival. Yeah. Um, I did a lot of festivals last year, so yeah. I think there is something small in the back of my head going, okay, I'm Santa Fe funny. You know, and <laughs> I was in um, Texas <laughs> last week, and I was like, okay, I'm Paris, Texas funny. Yeah. Well, sort of. They didn't love me there, but it's okay. It, it, dude, it's Texas. You know but hey, I, mean? I was in L.A. last week, and I had some really good shows. So At I'm the like, ha-ha, right? Yeah, did a couple job. shows at the Haha, ha, and um, that was fun as hell. So I'm like, you know what? I, you know, the person who said it, I don't see her anywhere. So, dude, uh, that's. Uh, I feel like I've, uh, yeah, I've said this so much yeah. that it's just like people who's. I don't want to take too long to talk about it. If you're listening and you've heard someone say something about you, just take a look at where they're at before you react, and dude, or just they're, they're say just, thank you. No, fuck I'm, them. <laughs> fuck them, dude. No, thank you for giving me that drive to go like, no, I'm going to prove you wrong, even though you don't matter. Yeah, but then but then in turn, you're thanking someone for oh. for, for making you feel unwell. Mm, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. So if someone's hating on me, 
I know for a fact I don't do any. I don't live my life in a way that yields someone to talk shit about me. Sure. And no, me being understanding about it. I see. I'm not a perfect person, but I don't do things that make people go, oh, but fuck Bala, bro. Yeah. Like, that guy's an asshole. Like, if yeah. you say that about me, you are the problem. Right. I, and I know that now. Yeah. Like, I, it took me 28 years to become this person I don't mind being, but, like, if you have a legitimate issue with me, that is 100% only your issue. And it feels great. That's so good, yeah, Bubba. And I agree. Great. I think if anybody asked me like about Bubba, I'd be like, he's like a really sweet, nice, kind person. He's genuine. He'd probably help you out if you asked him. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, that is and, good. And, you know, that is me. And, uh, and I, everyone has a, a limit. I can be pushed to the limit. You can be pushed to the limit. Dude, yeah. everyone has the limit. But I've lived at the limit for the first 12 years of adolescence, and mm-hmm. I was uncontrollable. Like, I was very, very violent and uh-huh. very mean and aggressive, and it was just a different life I was living. And these past, like, five years, six years, I'd say, um, has been very transformative, and I couldn't be more happy with what the person. What do you attribute to that transformation? This is honest hour right here? I guess. I'm going to be completely honest, and this is not a joke, but it is a funny answer, I guess. Psychedelics, like, oh. almost strictly. Yeah. Um, it... it uh, the person I was wasn't someone I loved being. It wasn't someone I was proud of. It wasn't someone I enjoyed existing as. Mm-hmm. And um, my level of discomfort drove me to try some things to change myself that I normally wouldn't do. Not out of desperation, but out of like, okay, I see some of my friends doing some mushrooms, and it's like they are saying nothing but good things about it. I read up on all of that all I could. I wasn't irresponsible about it in any way. And I finally said yes to them. And, um, you know, long story short, it changed my life and it continues to shape me into the person I really Ooh, love and good. I don't I didn't know self-love before psychedelics wow. and some people can find it on their own some people can find it through meditation listening to the right video they can find the how to love them I don't know but like uh, mushrooms good. just taught me how to be <laughs> it uh, you know my mom did a good job raising me too mentally she did a great job but one thing she did tell me my whole life is don't you dare do mushrooms <laughs> And I'm like, hey, mom was wrong, dude. <laughs> and uh, it's, uh, yeah, so. I have been hearing um, <laughs> and reading a little bit about how they've helped people with PTSD and yeah. how they've been helping people with things. My friend Stuart Preston yeah, has yeah. a podcast about it. I don't know if you've talked yeah, to him. Yeah, yeah. Me and Stuart are doing a show together oh, uh, next week, I think. Oh, yeah. good, good, good. And I think I thought about it when I was on your podcast, but I couldn't get it all together in my head. Yeah. Um, but, no, I'm glad you guys have connected. That's really great. Yeah, it's um, it's not for everybody sure. at, at any point in time in life. Right. Um, I do recommend if you're, you know, curious about those things at all to make sure you're in a good place or at least you talk to someone who can make sure you're being responsible about it. It's oh, not a recreational drug up front. You really need to like respect those things. It's not Dang. like weed or it's not like a fucking pill or something. You can just take it and oh I'm good. It's uh it'll change you. A commitment? It'll change you. Huh. It's a interesting beautiful, stuff. It's amazing. Bubba, yeah, what do you want out of comedy? If this is a vision board, mm-hmm. what do you want out of comedy in the next one to three years? One to three? Oh, so pretty short or term? Just one, yeah, pretty short term. Um, I would like to be, if I'm giving my media answer, um, the next milestone would to be to at least be considered someone in Phoenix that you can call to host whatever show that you have properly. Um, I do 
at least by now, pride myself on being a pretty good host. Yeah. Um, you don't have to be an excellent comedian to be a good host. I feel like I'm a better host than I am a comedian at this point, and I want people to see me in that light to where it's like, oh, you need a host for a show. Well, fuck it. Bub, if Bubba's available, that'd yeah. be great. That's where I want to be. Nice. Honestly. That's a good place to be. Not, you know, I mean, I could shoot for the stars and stuff, um, which is fine. But What's I've, your shoot for the stars goal? Just, if I'm if I'm headlining a Dude. club once a month somewhere, yeah. that's top for me. And that'd then everything else is bonus. Because yeah. um, a headlining club will pay enough to pay rent. And I know that. And if I can just get there one time every 30 days... Um, everything else from then on out is absolutely. It is interesting icing on when you start reverse engineering it to go. Yeah. Okay, well, what do I actually need to make this a full-time right, job? Right. Uh, it's interesting and scary at the same time. <laughs> but then you so got to keep doing it. You uh -huh. know. So. And you can't um, stop either. This is one of those things where you'll fall off if you right. take too long of a break. Yeah. You get surpassed. It's scary. Yeah. But I like it. It's yeah. exhilarating. I mean, hey, we've met some really great people. Mm -hmm. We can always have something to do and somewhere to go. I think that part's really nice. We might have never met. Probably not. We live in the same city. <laughs> I live down here. We might have slapped hands at one point in time. Our but parents live in Goodyear. So I'm saying we might have like uh, we probably have been in the same fries together at some point in time. Just cause, <laughs> and I'd you be know? like, ah, who's that guy? Yeah, it was just yeah. fucking weird and homeless looking Thor. Staring at me, yeah, ogling <laughs> me. Like, why is he obsessed with me? Gosh. <laughs> oh my just god. Kidding. <laughs> you must know I'm Phoenix funny. <laughs> <laughs> Bubba, thank you so much for having wings with me. This has been so much fun. This I always feel kind of replenished or like reinvigorated when I talk to you yeah. because you do have that really good energy and positive light. So thank you thank so you much. Thank you so much. Yes, yes. Where can uh, people find you and and where, yeah, where can they find you and listen to you? Well, you could fucking find me whenever the fuck there's a parking lot, homie. I'm just <laughs> kidding. No. Um, no, uh, you can find me uh, Instagram at sadboyshinobi. Um, it's a little hard to spell, but just search Bubba McComb and you should be able to find me on Instagram. Um, Hella Tired Podcast on Instagram. Um, BubbaMcComb.com is where all my shows are listed. Um, but I can't afford to um, renew the website. Uh, so February 22nd, that's going down and for a while. And so get there while you can. Um, <laughs> and then uh, March 1st at the Tempe Improv. Nice. Um, Sundays are tight with me and Mike Enders. Um, there's a great lineup. Uh, tickets are $10. Um, please come support. And then, of course, Bird City Comedy Festival. Yeah. March 22nd through the 24th. Yeah, March 22nd through the 24th uh, at downtown Phoenix. Me and Mary will be up there doing our thing. Mary will have some merch. I'll probably have some Vibe Cop merch. Come support local comedy. <laughs> Uh, don't be a bitch, dude, honestly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks so much, Baba. Of course. Of course. Um, you guys, you can follow us at Wings with Friends on Facebook and Instagram. You can follow Phoenix Funny or Mary Up Church Comedy. I'd appreciate that. Thank you for being here with this wonderful Wingstop episode. Oh, so good. So good. I'm actually excited to finish off these. Blend You're going to finish them off. I mean, at least one for sure. Yeah, please do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, you guys. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.